Discipleship on Purpose podcast. Welcome to the Discipleship on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. This is episode 25, and I'm going to be talking about Christians who hope and wait for the return of Jesus Christ. And it's important because I I have ran into many Christians who just want to avoid or run away from trouble. They just, they don't want to mess with it. They don't want to deal with it. Um, and that's just not really the mindset that a soldier of Christ should have. I mean, we should be rolling up our sleeves and getting ready to get get dirty. You know what I'm saying? And and like, we need to really get ready for war um, That because we are in a war. And like, this is not a an easy war. And we are to actually make progress. And and the good news is, is that the Lord is with us and he is on our side and in him we have victory. And so um, ideally when you, when you come across passages in the Bible that talk about, you know, hoping or waiting, um, ideally it, 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 there's action on the believer's part, meaning you don't ever come across, you know, a passage where, you know, it's talking about you know waiting for the return the the return of the Lord, um, and then you're just sitting there like you know doing nothing, just waiting, twiddling your thumbs, you know, just you know waiting for. Hopefully it's today. Hopefully it's tomorrow. But in the meantime, we're just gonna sit around and do nothing. That that's just not the. I don't get that from any passages that talk about those waiting for the Lord. It's it's always like we're we're gonna be we're we're gonna be doing something. It's it's meant to encourage you to to stir you up to to get after good works. And and so I'm gonna talk about a few of these passages, uh, mainly to to encourage you, really myself, but to encourage you and for you as a disciple as you follow Jesus Christ, for you to remember that that you are in a war. And and remember, Jesus came to save us from our sins. And so the first passage I want to talk about is Titus 2, 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. And so, like, this present age is our training ground. And so while we're here in this present age waiting for his return or his appearing, well, we're going to be renouncing ungodliness worldly passions. We're going to be living self-controlled, upright, godly lives. And so uh, the, the, the heart of the disciple matters. Like um, you cannot um, be dark and, 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 and be light. Like if you are going to be light, you, you have got to have light in your heart. Um, I mean, even if you go into the passage before, um, you know, it says, uh, so that in everything they may adorn the doctrine uh, of God our Savior. So like, you know, ideally, our actions, our behaviors, like this is why I always say the gospel should inspire and inform you and in, in how you act and how you behave because th- there is just something that God has, has put in our heart. He's written his law in our hearts. He's given us a new heart. He's turned that heart of stone into heart of flesh. And we now um, can, can actually live for him 
and and we have the Holy Spirit. So like if we're if we're living lives full of sin, we're not repenting and we're sleeping at night. Uh, no big deal. Like that is a big deal. Like something's wrong. Like wake up. Um, you know, you know, you really need to consider your heart in this because uh, there should be a desire in you as you're waiting for the Lord to be to be growing in holiness. Um, I mean, I th- uh, where is it in uh, in Hebrews uh, 12, uh, you know, verse 14, strive for peace with everyone and for for the holiness without uh, which no one can see the Lord. I mean, so there has got to be some kind of holiness that's working its way out of your life. That God is God is working, and this is His a gift from Him. But if there is no holiness, no desire for holiness, no desire to be pure, coming out of your own lifestyle, well, you need to ask yourself why. Because God, this is from God. I mean, God doesn't just save you so that way you can continue in sin. He saved you so he can save you from your sins. And it's a process. It's, and you will make progress. If you are his, his grace will make progress in your life. I mean, it, those who endure to the end will be saved. And so if, you're, if there is no holiness working out of your life, you have to ask yourself, are you even enduring or persevering in his grace? It doesn't sound like it. I mean, so however you want to convince yourself, like you need to get, get to the truth of that. Um, a, a passage I love, 1 John 3, 3. Um, and everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. And so again, like we're hoping in Jesus Christ. We're hoping for his return, for him saving us. Well, this this hope, um, you know, those that are... are um, you know, the hope in, in, in him, they purify. They're, they want to be pure. So they're actually actively working towards, you know, dealing with their sins, repenting, confessing. So I have to ask, like everyone listening to this, are you dealing with your sins? Are you wanting to be pure? Are you continually repenting as needed on a day-to-day, minute-by-minute basis? I mean, like we ought to be acting like we do love the Lord and we, we totally believe his promises because he is coming back. And so, you know, you, you have to ask yourself as you're waiting, like, this is the time to run into the fire. Like, I mean, like, you know, like practice, you know, I, you know, I guess, I, I think it was Luther who said, you know, um, you know, uh, sin boldly, but love Christ more boldly, meaning you're going to sin. Like there is no one perfect. So anyone out there who uses the excuse, like you're not Paul. Well, uh, yeah, no one's Paul. I mean, we can even say that you know, no one's like Jesus. I get that. But we have the Holy Spirit and we could be making progress. So instead of making an excuse why we don't want to actually um, get after it, like we could, you know, we, we just, we make excuses. Oh, you know, I just, I don't have that kind of drive. I just don't have that. I mean, I'm not Paul. Like he's superhuman. Well, no, Paul's kind of was, Paul was like us. And so we can totally uh, be like, imitate Paul, be like him to go out there and just get some. I mean, holiness is there like if you want it go get it ask the lord to help you he will like he loves to help his people you know when we are weak he is strong like when we're depending that's and and that that just means you need to be depending on him his grace his strength to be working through you like on your own you're not going to be strong you're not going to get an ounce of holiness on your own strength there's just no way you can you can you can come up with counterfeit fruit um but that's not what we're after as disciples of Jesus Christ, we want him to, to bless our lives for fruit to abound. And we do that by, by 
reading the word. It, it is a lamp for our feet. It tells us how we ought to conduct ourselves, how we, what is required of us, who he is. And as, as we get to know him and understand him more and more, like our knowledge abounds more and more in love. And, and, and again, it should be leading to action. Like you should be going to war every day. And if you're not, you know, like when you, if you're retreating or if you're going into the bunker or you're wanting to run away or you're like, man, I just want to go to heaven. I don't want to deal with this no more. Well, that's not the, the mentality of a soldier of Christ. Like you need to be girding up and ready to go to war to, because he is on your side and he is fighting. You're, you're, you are, he's with you. So you, there's nothing to fear. At the end of the day, and if someone takes your life, you belong to the Lord. You'll be with him. Like we're, we're not trying to save our life. This, I mean, again, this, this is not where we live in this world. Um, and this is not our home. And so to, to, uh, to have some kind of grabby mentality to where we think that this is it. And, and a part of me wonders if all of this chaos and shutdowns and just, just the craziness going on in our, in our culture, our nation is just because, you know, people really have grabbed on to the to the wrong hope, to the to the to the wrong desires, the wrong passions. Um, I mean, it's it's it. You know, maybe maybe there are some of you know as Christians, maybe we got caught up into some some things that just were taking us you know captive, and we needed to you know so God stirred it up to to hopefully you know you know heat our hearts up and to to for us to see that and to repent and to actually want to 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 kind of what does it look like for me to get after holiness today uh what does it look like for me to to treat those people in my household in a way that would honor Jesus Christ or even in those in the community i mean if we are loving our neighbor and we're treating them as we would want to be treated there is just going to be no problem there's going to be no tensions with you know racial um racism or you know which is the relationships within the community like you know when people are actually together and obviously the 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 Christ is needed if if we're going to find some kind of peace it's in Christ and so without Christ without Christ there's going to be a uh, division there's going to be uh war and 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 it 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 just is going to be one of those things to where the the ultimate uh, peace is found in Christ and so uh, those who have Christ they they should have fellowship and they should be able to enjoy life together even when they're different in every single possible way i mean I, I think about my own community there's just so many people in my community who are not like me and who are different and we just have a great time and it's because of that because of god's love working in and through our hearts that we are knitted together more and more and as we get together and we we worship god and we consider him and we consider our relationships and just our taking communion weekly confessing uh, our sins weekly like these things are having a major impact and so ideally what our nation needs is like a revival where people are actually confessing their sins daily people are are actually uh you know having communion together because these things in christ are, are that's those are the building blocks that we need um to be getting after the things that are important in this life i mean it's one thing to say um you know you you value something but uh, ideally th there's a lot of things that we we need to stop you know turning a blind eye too. And, uh, and, and it starts in our homes. And so you need to ask yourself, what do you need to do in your home 
so that way you can be godly and growing and be that example for those in your household, even if they're not going to you know, want anything to do with it, if they're going to hate you, whatever it is. I mean, we can't fear man. We fear the Lord. And in that, you know, we have to start in our backyard. And so, and as, and, and I, and I, if you are faithful to the Lord and you are seeking his word, you will be godly. You will be growing. Whether or not anyone comes on board, who knows? But ideally, I would imagine that God uses changed hearts to change hearts. And so um, it's, it's not wasted. There is not one small thing that you can do in the name of the Lord that would be wasted. It's all for him. And even like we had talked uh, last Sunday, uh, uh, our pastor was telling us about just the prayers and how, you know, God knows the, he, all these prayers are, are adding up fuel to God's judgment. So when we pray, God knows. I mean, so when we're praying, he knows what we're praying for. He He is working all these things out. And so, yes, we need to be patient. But on our part, as we wait for the Lord, we need to be making sure that we are moving forward in a way that shows that we actually are eagerly waiting for him because he's coming back. I mean, I think in Hebrews, uh, and I'll, I'll wrap it up here with this. Um, I was in my Bible time. Um, you know, in uh, Hebrews 9, you know, 27. And just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will pair a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. And so getting back into, like, Titus, and so, like, like eagerly waiting for him, like, renouncing ungodliness, worldly passions, renouncing those, living self-controlled, upright, godly lives right now, right here. Like this isn't for something over there or tomorrow or, 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 or our ancestors, but like us, it's calling disciples today, right now to, to be living this way. And so I hope and pray that this stirs you and that it encourages you, encourages you to consider how are you waiting for the Lord? Like, and it should be all about action and be praying too. But I mean, ideally, if you're not doing something, that's a problem, you know, because those, this is these passages that talk about eagerly waiting for the Lord. It, there is some kind of action in there that, that God is working and he's doing this thing. And so you should see that fruit coming out of your own life. And so until next time, And as you wait for the Lord, be godly and growing. Thanks. See you next time.